Don't expose to bright lights, don't feed after midnight, and don't get wet. These are the instructions for caring for gremlins as well as me when I'm depressed. We're talking gremlins on today's... We're not affiliated with Netflix. Welcome to KidFlix, the podcast where adults try to definitively rank every kid's movie ever made. I'm your host, Ross Wiseman, and this show is not for kids, so turn this off and, like, I don't know, spend two hours in the library and you read the same book over and over again. <laughs> yeah. You know how I thought of that? Because I looked at my desk and my library card was there. Um, <laughs> Good. Boy, I am I am loopy-doopy because a full day in the office of talking to no person for eight hours, oh, and boy. then talking on skype for many hours you know them you love them from rotten treasure it's kai and jim hey you two hello hello ross boy oh boy thanks for coming back like always and like always fitting in a double record so we can ma uh ma montana wait hold on you got it yeah so we can oh, monetize. I think, he, I, I think what we were going to say is monopolize because we made a way longer unnecessarily episode of our podcast. <laughs> no, it's beautiful. I'm also staring at my video, so I'm going to turn my own video off. Oh, wait. Okay, now you guys can't see me. Right. This is yeah, I, I miss you. Is this what we're going to do the whole time? This is a... I don't... I'm losing my mind. I'm, <laughs> this is, I'm going to cut a lot of this out. So, yeah, uh, excited to see you two again. Uh, we were just talking about Muppets from Space. A uh, definitely check that out. Your entire series about the Muppets. It's mainly a series just for me. Uh, when you started the series talking about the Muppet movie and you couldn't remember the name for the song "Moving Right Along," I was yelling at my phone mm-hmm. until you finally remembered, and it was very cathartic. So thank you for that. Oh, I'm sold. I love fucking Muppets now. I am a Muppet person. I am in. Okay, so if I were to tell you to get a Muppets tattoo, because I famously have one, what? and especially, and it doesn't just have to be the characters. You have quotes. You have uh, uh, TV shows. You have movies. You, whatever you wanted. Is there a piece of Muppets iconography that you would want to yeah, 100%. put on you? Yeah, uh, actually, uh, Jim, uh, you're one of my favorite people in the entire world, and you're not going to do this with me. Um, but I would absolutely Thank get you. Fozzie Bear if you'd be willing to get Kermit on you, and then we can claim that we have matching tattoos. Um, that's good. That's very good. Oh, yeah, that would be good. I because my uh, your idea was very sweet, and my idea was I would probably <laughs> get uh, the awful. Trust me, I'm his roommate, and then a like silhouette of Gonzo on my leg, uh, which I know would just be a penis on my leg. <laughs> you just have to be like, no, no, no! It's just a limp chicken fry. Yeah, I because especially since that's a fairly obscure joke, it's only a joke that's funny to me because I said it a million times as a child. Well, it's an obscure joke, and from a Muppet movie that people are not not fond of, but just don't remember. Because uh, a friend of mine wants to get a tattoo from the end of the Muppets movie that says. Uh, life's like a movie write your own ending uh you could get i don't know a, uh, one of the muppets like on a bike like in a muppets take mm-hmm. manhattan but you're going with a throwaway line 
Yeah, yeah. It's like a prison joke, weirdly. I do Perfect. like the idea of getting Kermit on a bike because that's one of those like weird, disturbing things that I am obsessed with. Hmm. It's disturbing. Yeah, it's it's very unnatural because like his his legs don't. Frog move, like... was not made to bike. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You got it. <laughs> and I know I pitched to you. Oh, and I know we don't need to just rehash the episode that we just recorded, but it's on my mind. I pitched to you making a Muppets Bible movie. I honestly think Muppets Noah's Ark would be really fun. We already yeah. got a preview, and mm-hmm. if it was just like Noah is going stir crazy, and the Muppets are just like hanging out and making as music, as, yeah. If they bring back some of the original characters, like, because you know how they did, like, the, the Muppets? If they brought back, like, the like the, the counterpart to Miss Piggy and, like, the other, like, I guess, I don't know. Come on. Let's be real. They were like, oh, look at this. This is, like, the gangsta fucking Fozzie Bear. Um, that was what they were going for, I'm guessing. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. I can see that. I can see that working out. And then bring back one of those Gary Larrys or whatever the fuck it was, uh, other frogs, um, for Kermit, and you're good to go. See, I want Muppets... Uh uh, who had the amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat? Joseph. Joseph, thank you. I was saying Jason in my mind. I was like, I know it's not Jason. Yeah. Ooh, we need a Muppet slasher. Well, we could do Muppets Abraham and his son. That's a slasher. <laughs> well, no, it's it's like a you're getting teased and you just get like a cucked at the end. Like there's no murder at all. <laughs> yeah, God's like, haha, JK, just testing you out, buddy. Don't kill yourself. All right. Hear me on this, though. Uh, Final yes. Destination, Muppets. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Okay. The, yeah. What, I'm open what to about it. The, okay. Blair Muppet Project. There has to be a Blair Muppet Project out there. Hang on a second. The thing is, is this is getting as stupid as, like, if you've ever seen those, like, Thumb War movies. You know what I'm talking about? Like, the Thumb yeah, oh, I, franchise. Have, have you ever seen... I love those. Have you ever seen the Blair Thumb Project? I have I, it on DVD, probably like three feet away from me. I um, had that DVD <laughs> set when my parents yeah. got us a DVD player for Hanukkah. <laughs> the the DVDs that they bought as the first DVDs was the six pack of all of the Shut thumb up. movies. Shut up. I didn't even oh know they God. put those out on DVD. I thought that was all just right. like Steve Odenkirk uh, put it on uh, VHS. It was just like, that's it. I'm done. Can you name all six? Do you know them? Yes, I can. I know I can. Okay. Blair Thumb Project. One. Thumb Wars. Two. Two. The God. It's either the God Thumb or the Thumb Father. Yeah. Three. <laughs> Three. I'll accept Bat that. Bat Thumb. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. You're missing. Okay. You're missing a big one. Oh, Thumb Tana. Yep. There you yep, go. Yep, yep. Five. Okay. And a missing one. Come oh on. no! Thumb Come on, you know it. Movies. Look, can, like. Can I have a a minuscule hint yes uh 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 you're our only hope oh thumb wars no 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 you said no you said thumb wars i did say thumb oh you said thumb wars okay sorry it's um oh is it uh i feel like it's a weird one it is there's someone yelling at oh frank and thumb frank oh yeah you're welcome yep frank and thumb yep and they were gonna make a a thumb tricks like the matrix but they never made it I feel like this is just to get us into tech deck. I feel like that was the whole origin, and that's the reason why all these existed, is they just wanted us to get used to being like, oh, hands are friendly. I don't know. It's Steve Odekirk. Steve Odekirk is one of those, like, weird 
underground comedy kind of guys that I really I think I find really because he did uh, Kung Pao Enter the Fist. Uh huh. And I haven't Jimmy seen Neutron. that. I haven't seen that in a decade, but I feel like it's still kind of funny. It it well. Oh, is it? It's weird. It's but I remember like just the weird little bits, like how the one guy is named Squeaky Shoes. So whenever he walks in, they just add a squeaky sound effect. Like it's so dumb. I like, but it's charming. I like. We taught that one wrong because we <laughs> thought it would be funny. <laughs> yeah, so we're all in agreement. Steve Odenkirk, keep doing what you're doing. Move over, Bob. Uh, he also made the Steve. better of the two uh, Ace Ventura movies, When Nature Calls. Oh, mm-hmm. I, would, I would agree with that. Yeah, the he... one that's not weirdly transphobic. I was going to say, as a trans person, I can't even like not say that. I have to say that the second one is better. I'll even wait, say wait, the third one's better. Did he replace because I have to. Tom Shadyak or whatever his name was? I he he wrote it. I don't know if. Oh, he, okay. Let me see if he directed it. These are the important uh, questions on an episode about Gremlins. He did direct right? it. He also made Barnyard, which is... Yes, he did. That, not as uh, No, I'm sorry not to do this. Good at all. It's your podcast, but I will admit that I I genuinely Googled this being like, oh, where was this movie in Steven Spielberg's uh, you know catalog of films? Totally thought this was a Steven Spielberg movie for so fucking long. I it's think a, that's real. It's produced by It's him. Chris Columbus. It was produced by Steven Spielberg, which means that if it, it, when Steven oh. Spielberg produced a movie in the eighties, that meant he essentially directed it. While, okay, that's while what I meant. Chris I thought, he, I thought did, he directed it. Yeah, yeah. Chris famously, uh, Poltergeist. He was a producer on, and the ooh, I forget the guy's name. Toby Hooper. Toby Hooper technically directed it. But he got, but he famously got fired like two weeks in, and then Steven Spielberg just directed it himself anyway, and then they sh- stuck Toby Hooper's name on it. Because Wait, I'm sorry, I goofed up. This wasn't directed by Chris Columbus. It was written by Chris Columbus, directed by Joe, Joe Dante. Dante. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I knew, yeah. I knew we were wrong, but it's your podcast, and I didn't want to make you look like an idiot. No, make me look like an idiot. I'm a dummy. <laughs> I love you. Which is funny. The second movie. Is they Gremlins s- too? Yeah, <laughs> logically <laughs> they went to they Electric went to, Boogaloo. Yes, we all know. <laughs> they went to Joe, uh, the new batch. How dare you? Uh, <laughs> they went to Joe Dante and said, "You need to make another Gremlins movie because that last one was such a success." And he said, "Fine, but I get to do whatever I want. I get carte blanche. I'm gonna, I can do whatever." And they went, "Fine. It's not like you're gonna come up with like pff, I don't know some crazy plot or whatever." And then it's the most batshit crazy movie that's ever been made. But it is one of the most enjoyable movies that I've watched. Because, yeah. funny enough, I, I've watched Gremlins 2 more recently than I watched Gremlins. Spoiler, I didn't watch Gremlins for this episode. I've seen I Gremlins so many times. I've seen it ten times at least. Uh, spoiler, but Gremlins I'm currently 2 watching is it. Wild. I have it on my TV. <laughs> Muted. Ooh, okay, what part are we at right now? Okay, Judge Rottenheld and the main character are sitting at a bar... And they just said Merry Christmas to each other. Oh, good for him. Well, Billy f- is his name, of course. Yes. Yes, it is Billy. Yeah. He's played by someone. Billy, uh, Billy is a disillusioned bank teller, and he just wants to do his own thing. And then there's a lady who's mean to him. It's a classic story. 
as old as time. So um, you both chose this movie, and I always ask this during the podcast, what what drew you to, to choose this? Uh, Kai, you watched it recently. Jim, you're watching it now. But I know, Jim, you said that you've seen it. Yeah. Jim is actually watching well. it literally right now. No, no, I am literally watching it right now. Like, oh. not, not a, well, technically a bit because I'm doing it as a joke. Uh, but... I am legitimately. Can you please not joke it. on my podcast? This is deadly serious. <laughs> <laughs> this is the podcast where adults try to definitively rank every kids' movie ever made. Okay. Definitively, all right. We're trying to define the reality that we live in. Okay. <laughs> you are fucking around. <laughs> you know what? Out of curiosity, I'm curious how big the spreadsheet with all of the rankings is. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're, we haven't even hit a megabyte yet. We're doing good. <laughs> nice. There you go. That's see. Uh, I'm currently watching Gremlins. Jim, answer the question, all right? Stop try, trying to try to avoid the question. What, what? Why? Why are we doing this movie? Um, so this was an interesting one to me because I kind of didn't watch as a kid. I was... Uh, my neighbor across the street watched it one night, and he it scared the piss out of him. And he came to me and said, Gremlins is the scariest movie ever made. Don't ever watch it. And then he described it to me, and then I was like, that sounds like the scariest movie ever. And then I proceeded to be afraid of the movie Gremlins without having ever seen it. Until one day, I was on a bus. I took a class trip. We were on a bus up to New York to go see the Statue of Liberty. And we had to watch a bunch of, like, movies. Yeah. And one of the movies we watched was Gremlins. And we got, like... Uh, it's probably like 45 minutes in. It's when the one gremlin jumps into the pool and then they all start. Yeah, Stripe? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, when Stripe jumps into the pool and then it's just green galore inside the pool and starts yeah, bubbling like gross. a hot tub. Yeah, we yeah, yeah. stopped watching the movie at that point because it was. Because t- it was too scary. No, because it was time to go to the Statue of Liberty. They don't stop. Oh. Mo- movies don't get too scary for 13 year olds. Um, okay. Because we were in eighth grade. Uh, but. I do remember by that point that's when it starts to get like a little goofy because there's because there's more of them they start doing bits so up until then it is yeah. just a straightforward horror movie and I yeah. was still pretty scared by it no you're totally right because then this is actually we just recorded an episode of the Muppets uh, it got Muppety in that bar right because then literally I parallel it to the fact that uh, one of the gremlins gets like as holding on to the fan right the yeah, ceiling and fan it, it, hear it and that's like, like wow, yeah, wow it's yeah. the exact deal from the first Muppets movie and instead of it being Kermit and Fozzie it's just this little fucker who's just flinging around I love anytime a little guy just a little guy is being flung around uh, like that's all I want. It's I just want funny. all my characters to be flung around. It's also like um, I I was reading like IMDb trivia and apparently the because the Gremlins this is before CGI they're all little puppets and like animatronics essentially mm-hmm. they broke down a lot mm-hmm. and the crew got so pissed and sick of it that they started writing down like it they called it the horrible things to do to Gizmo list. To oh, just shit. like talk about funny things that they could do, so uh, a c- the scene where the gremlins are throwing darts at Gizmo that was on their list of like we want to do shit to Gizmo because he's an annoying little puppet. And in fact, these things were so expensive; they were thirty to forty thousand dollars each. Whoa. Jesus! Wow! So apparently, at the end of any shooting day that involved one of the gremlin animatronics. 
Security searched people's cars and bags to make sure that no one was stealing the gremlins. Right, because the audience would be like, oh, what happened to that one that had like a dimple on its right cheek? <laughs> you can Where'd it go? That one, that one was a representative, <laughs> a representative of my personality and I liked it and I was going to buy merchandise. You can tell... When, you can tell that they don't have a lot of budget because there is because there's just that really that one scene in the bar where you see a bunch of them. But other than that, they kind of they play around with uh, how many they show, and they also mm-hmm. do things like you see an arm in the, off to the side. That's clearly just an arm that they made like real cheap. Good. And like the scene uh, in the movie theater where they're watching Snow White. Like yes, it, it they, there's not a bunch of animatronics in there and I like that they're all like singing along just by going yeah 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 <laughs> honestly gremlins they're the original minions yeah am I wrong yeah yeah no, no you got right. it I think you're right they don't need to say I mean the thing is, is what's really comfortable to me is uh, they speak English fluently for some reason um, sure uh, am I wrong they do say Sometimes. like literally they, it's just like have... at one point guess was like bright light bright light I'm like you just got here like yeah, but then <laughs> I mean in the in gremlins 2 called in the new batch the one gremlin is like a smart gremlin and he talks with like a British accent I'm not sure I need to double check he might be voiced by Malcolm McDowell <laughs> okay <laughs> I'll, I'll check. okay yeah he just has like a British accent and has like glasses and it's so silly and yeah, it's funny because uh, Jim, you're talking about how uh, this movie is too scary for kids, and famously, Gremlins and then uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, those were the two movies that took Hollywood to create the PG-13 rating mm-hmm. because right, right, right. it was a little too scary for kids, but not too scary for adults. Um, yeah. And can handle one fuck, and then it's fine. <laughs> Same. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't, I don't, I can't see if, I don't see Malcolm McDowell in this list, but Kai, you know who I do see in this list? Is it my dad? No. Rotten Treasure running joke, Dick Butkus is in the movie. Yes! Love it, love it. And also, Kai, uh, running joke, uh, Kai, do you know who the voice of Gizmo is? Oh, I already know. It's Howie Mandel. And you know why? Bingo. Because my parents made me, uh, like, okay, so my parents raised me on uh, a, a video that, uh, like, back when VCR was a thing, and it had George Carlin, uh, one of his sets, and the other one was Howie Mandel being disgusting. Uh, because that's, he's he's not, he was never, you know, he's not a clean guy. Uh, he did a lot Which of... Which is ironic. Yeah. Yeah, because he's not, yeah, because he's super germaphobic. Um, but he did do this bit on how he was, like, he was gizmo. Muppets, ba- uh, 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 Skeeter from Muppets Babies, uh, and he was also um, Bobby from Bobby's World, and that was his bit. Was that he was like, "Hi, I'm Bobby." He's like one voice, three fucking jobs, because they're all essentially just a light modification. And my family made me do his Howie Mandel's one bit. It was like, "I was at a birthday party, and then they had balloons, and then we untied the balloons. Everyone was having a great time. Like, look at me, look at me." And that's when. I started having this complex that I have now, and that's why I'm a comedian. Shit. It's really all coming together right now. So we can all thank Howie Mandel for making Kai the person they are today. (laughs) It's fantastic. Uh I gotta call my mom. Uh, I gotta go. (laughs) And uh, I made a a boo-boo. So the voice of Brain Gremlin in Gremlins 2 was not Malcolm McDowell, 
but Tony Randall, a.k.a. Felix Unger, in the 1955 Odd Couple. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, I was even more than just that, but yeah. Wait, not the one with uh, 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 Walter Matthau? Boo. Uh, That's the only Odd Couple for me. Are you thinking of Grumpy Old Men? Speaking of Odd Couple, the three of us, am I right? (laughs) This is, of course, the second Joe Dante movie we've reviewed on the podcast, the first being Looney Tunes Back in Action. Uh, But boy... Where that movie is a very depressing slog and confusing, this is classic. And Mm -hmm. I think instantly it just feels good because I think what a lot of 80s homages get wrong, like Stranger Things, uh, This Is Us, is that the 80s, like, it's not just 80s music playing all the time. It's a really careful timelessness to it. Like Goonies... Mm-hmm. These kids are 80s kids, but it could take place whenever. And same with Goonies. Yeah, you see weird gadgets that the dad is inventing. And this dad needs to fucking give up inventing. Oh, but 100%. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's chilling. Uh, but this movie just works whenever. It's kind of like uh, the Dick Van Dyke show. They made a very conscious effort to not talk about current events, reference things like that, to have it just be stories that are stories. And... Uh, you know, with the dad kind of narrating, it it just has this very warm feeling, and uh, it's technically a Christmas movie, even though it was released in June. Like, is it? Do do either of you watch this during Christmas? Uh, so I was going to answer the question that you asked me about ten minutes ago, but Jim just went on way Ooh. too long. Um, I, Jim, I'm sorry. We recently did a, a podcast where we were arguing, and I still can't get out of it. I love you. I'm sorry to do that to you. I uh, only am seeing this as an adult. Um, for I think this is probably the second time I've ever watched this film. Uh, Jim was very much so. Uh, Jim, you know that kid that you remember that uh, that terrified you with this film? That was me. Um, I couldn't handle it myself, so I made you look at it. Uh, I couldn't. I, I couldn't. I, I watched Scream the first time in the reflection of a microwave. I'm such a scaredy cat. Ooh. There's no way I was going to watch this as a kid. Uh, and, yeah, so this is my first go at it. Uh, I'm glad I'm watching it in July. It feels uh, like a little bit... Wait, are we in August? We're in August. Uh, I'm glad Happy I'm watching August, it. August, everybody. Yeah, I'm glad I'm watching it in the summer because, I don't I don't know, I don't need this to be a Christmas movie. This is one of those movies that could be any time, and I'm happy. Uh, I, I do like the fact, and this is, hear me on a, a hot take idea, I do like the fact that uh, Fast Times at Richmond High uh, actor, she uh, her dad died in a fucking chimney. Um, and I really wish the whole movie was narrated by him. <laughs> like, <laughs> right before he died. High... <laughs> okay, what are you talking about? Are you the... talking about oh, Judge getting... Reinhold? No, no, no. She Okay, she's also from Fast Times. Okay, I'm going to blow both of your minds. There's actually a, uh, it may be it's argued on the internet, but there's actually a Fast Times reference in this film. She, uh, the, 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 the love interest in this film, oh, what is the actor's Gates. name? Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. So there is a thing in Fast Times where she makes the comment about how, um, you know, these guys, they don't, none of them even have cable or whatever. So when Judge uh, Reinhold is in the bar being a creepy, and he's 23 years old, which makes me feel terrible. He's playing a 23-year-old in, the, in this movie. Uh, he makes a comment, you know, trying to hit on her and like to go on a date. He's like, I got cable. And that was a reference to Fast Times because they both were in that movie together. Oh. Yeah. I yeah. recently watched Fast Times at Ridgemont High and I was like, oh, it's just one of those 80s sex comedies that they had. Uh, came to find out it was the first of those 80s sex comedies 
and it's actually incredible and really well done and really sensitive uh, to uh, a lot of people's experiences, especially women's because it's directed by a woman. Never seen it. I think in my head it's the same movie as Dazed and Confused, even though I know that's not the case. I'm just like, oh yeah, they're just goofing around, having a good time. Yeah, well, probably the same movie. Yeah, it, it's, you it's the same nerd. movie in that respect. Kai, were you referencing Days and Confused? The edited version. I'm editing. No, Fast Times. Uh, 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 oh, I'm referring to did. the edited version. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he's but on on T on TBS. The second time we've talked about TBS tonight. Uh, yeah, it is. He just says you nerd, and I I only saw the edited version as a kid. So <laughs> that's. That's what it is for me. It's a really, really funny movie with a lot of very, like, subtle and very funny details. One of my favorites is um, Sean Penn always takes off his shirt to eat something. Never addressed in the movie. Just does it all the time. (laughs) Including one part where they're like, where is Spicoli? And they're like, last I saw him, he was at the... Uh, he was at the the vending machines. They were like, "Well, go get him." And he comes in, and he's got a bagel shoved in his pants. He's not wearing a shirt because he took it off to eat the bagel. And then he comes in and goes, well, "There's not a birthday party in here." Like, what a weird <laughs> like you can you know what happened in that scene without them telling you every detail. Like, I I do like having a character where it's just like not re- they just have a thing that they do and it's not talked about at all. Like have fun add some texture to your world uh but it kai you mentioned the whole speech about uh her dad um yeah uh, kate's dad burning to death yeah because this is only the second this is the second worst christmas she's ever had that was apparently a very controversial thing that like producers were like why the fuck is this in this movie (laughs) yeah it's totally we take that out but no, it stays in. I love it. Yeah. Because it also, it, it, it feels real because I feel like a lot of times when a, because this is essentially a black comedy, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, Wikipedia calls it a black comedy horror movie. Um, you know, they try to be really goofy. And then when they go to that weird, serious point, it just feels like nothing. And you almost laugh because you're like, why are they taking this seriously now? But with this the gremlins do legit carnage and havoc they're not they're more than just little troublemakers yeah they hurt a dog they terrorize the old they lady the teacher. yes yep. there's real stakes in it and i think that lets you have fun and think ah these are cute cuddly silly guys i wanted no. i want a gizmo plush but these gremlins they're mean dudes. Oh no! They might even replace the dog as a family pet. They're adorable. What are you talking about? They're not. They're not just like slicing through people. When she threw, okay, the mom. When she threw that fucker in the microwave, it was like, yeah, kill those assholes. They deserve to die. That I love that so much. Me too. Oh, it's a. It's a oh, very so like. Good. Yeah, it's a very like cathartic scene because you're just like watching all the gremlins mess around, and then a woman just shoves one in the microwave and explodes. You're like, ooh satisfying oh. just great to watch more than someone that Jim. just kill one in a weird yeah. way no a mom i had that energy where i was like you know what that reminded me of the time that my mom yelled at my bully and was like no fuck no like there's a certain level of just like when i see someone's mom just be like not today absolutely not and she just murders three in like two minutes <laughs> it's great thanks mom yeah uh we also i think we have to talk about or i kind of want to mention like 
this follows a weird the weird and uncomfortable trope of like eastern mysticism yeah oh, yeah and yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. you know the, yeah, the, the dad Randall gets uh, gizmo from this small Chinese town antique store it's not egregious it's definitely not Mickey Rooney and Breakfast and Tiffany's <laughs> no but it, it kind of rubbed me in a similar way to the Asian characters in the Disney Freaky Friday movie just like we know that this is the only person of color in this movie and mm-hmm. this is what they're straddled with and the little bit of research that I did the actor that plays Mr. Wing is uh, uh, Kay Luke who was one of the founders of the Stre- Screen Actors Guild like oh, really? I didn't realize that he had this huge long history in Hollywood like he apparently did some artwork for the original press booklet for King Kong he was also in the Green Hornet film series like with Seth with Seth Rogen yeah, yeah I remember that he also voiced Brack in the original Space Ghost oh really yeah Oh wow! So like, yeah. oh, he's also on Kung Fu. Yeah, I think it might be one of those things where they they try to treat it like very much based off of like depictions of Chinese people from like the 1800s, where you your entire mm-hmm. world was within like 10 miles of where you grew up, and you didn't go outside that. So if someone from China were to come in, or someone claiming to be from China and they were dressed as what they thought China was like they would just accept it whereas nowadays you know we know what china is we know what's going on there uh but it plays into a problem that the 80s had which was uh terrible asian stereotypes it's it's again i think this movie does it better than most of this era and even still today uh but yeah, it, I think it's one thing that always kind of throws me off a little bit, and yeah, you know, I don't it makes think we it needed hard. it. Why? Why couldn't they've just started the movie here? Like, why can't some a hole just discovered him in a dumpster? I don't understand why. Like, is it from the book? Is there a book? I don't understand if there's a the, book. It's just they no, needed it to come. It's an original idea. <laughs> they needed to come from a mystical place, and because it was the '80s, they were like, "Well, China, that's that's mystical." let's do it like they didn't okay, even sure. think twice it, it's just that was the era that's that's just the default and we now look back on it and we're like that was bad we shouldn't have did that that was, that was a bad time but at that time mm. that's what they were going for i guess the one caveat is like maybe because the dad is narrating this this is his depiction of what mm. he experienced as like this very milk toast midwestern guy that's never really interacted with anything right he's the oblivious before. dad he's he's supposed to be an oblivious dad who doesn't is yeah. kind of ignorant and doesn't really know what's going on i can give you this shave kit you can shave on the go i but i always also kind of thought <laughs> of it that. as because of the way that he does like you said it's the the them kind of making fun of the white man being out of the element i kind of always thought of uh the man that owned the store as playing into what he, he thinks Americans think of Chinese people as almost a gimmick. I would believe that. Regardless, what are, uh, but yeah, but yeah. <laughs> well, hold on. I was going to ask you. Yeah. I'm oh, sorry. Uh, Ross, uh, Jim, just go to the side for a quick second. So this is not race. This is sexuality. But as a queer person, like I, I like, I, you know, whatever. It's not, by the, I'm going to be very clear. Race, sexuality, 
I'm not going to try to like size them up. But in terms of playing sure. it up, I was a Lyft driver when I had a, when I had some uh, I got tipped when it came to people being like, oh, this person's queer. And I was like, oh, you want the ride back from Philly to Jersey in your suburb home. And you're like, hey, look at this funny gay. I will be the funny gay and I will get that $40 tip. Um, I will be the extra extra. Oh, you tell me, honey, whatever the fuck I got to do to sell out my fucking sexuality to get the thing. You do it. Right. Yeah. You, you lean into the thing that people are expecting out of you a little bit. Sometimes you do the thing because people expected it, which is what I kind of interpreted as in the movie. There's not really a lot of evidence and it is more my head canon more than anything else. But like on the other side of things in uh, I think 1984, America hosted the uh, Olympics. So everyone from all over the world came to America. And how did we dress up uh, Salt Lake City? Like a Western, because everyone thinks we're all just a bunch of cowboys. Mm. Like I wish that's right? <laughs> that's what that's what the rest of the world saw America as in 1984. So we and Jim into that. Gremlins came out in 1984. So what? Salt Salt Lake City was getting dressed up. They were like, okay, we're gonna import a single beer for the first time ever. And McDonald's like, was losing tons of money oh poor mcdonald's why um there's a simpsons episode based off of this but in 1984 they ran a uh a thing where if america they ran a, a promotion where if america won gold in a certain event everyone got like a free big mac or something like that and they rigged it obviously so that uh they were only used in the sports that were historically won by the Soviet Union. And guess who decided to boycott the 1984 Olympics because it was taking place in America? The Soviet Union. So America wiped the floor with everyone. (laughs) So, wow. So we just got defeated. (laughs) Hear me out. Pride. What if they got to this town, they're like, hey, you, you remember the Burger King clearly placed uh, in the in the walkthrough of this town, right? Did everybody else see that in Gremlins? You saw oh, Burger yeah, King. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it it yeah. shouted at oh, you in the yeah. movie. I was like, oh, they should have just done some sort of promo. Like, bring me a Gremlin. Bring me a Gremlin's dead body. You get a Big Mac. Uh, or not a Big Mac, but you get a fucking, uh, what are they called? A, a, a Whopper. Uh, or something like that. I'm, I, I don't know. I'm surprised they didn't lean back into that. Because I thought that was like the most pointed placement. Aside from being like, hey, remember when we, uh, we did Indiana Jones? Um... Right, and like ET was in this as well. Like they, they definitely kind of throw oh, a couple. ET Easter did have its own promotion with uh, Reese's Pieces. Oh yeah, like how? But like you're talking about how like Chick Fil A did the thing where it's like, come up dressed like a cow and you get a free chicken sandwich. Oh yeah, or like Chipotle during uh, Halloween, come dressed and look shitty, and then you can do it. You can get a free burrito. I'm going to come the in wrong dressed places. as E. Coli, and we'll give it to you as well. Do you think there's somebody who like their alias is E. Coli? Like that's Ernest a good Coli? that's a good book name. Yeah, Ernest Coli. <laughs> well, speaking of Ernest, vomiting, Ernest goes Coli. Yeah. Speaking of vomiting, I'm gonna vomit because I'm so sad that we have to wrap up soon. Um, do either of you have any final thoughts on Gremlins before we sh- shoot this sucker? into the ratings yeah ross you you had me watch this movie so i'm just gonna give at least two if that's okay please 
All right, uh, real quick, uh, that is Mike from Breaking Bad, and I think he looks like a more put-together Sylvester Stallone, um, in my opinion. That's kind of the vibe he gives me, is like an actual confident talking uh, Sylvester Stallone. Uh, I don't like it when yeah, Mike Gremlins... Great. Yeah, right? I love it. Oh, no, sorry. If you, it's weird, because I'm, I'm not used to seeing him a little bit more personality and peppy. I don't, I'm not used to seeing that character, and he's just really goofy and funny in this film, uh, so it brought me a lot of joy. Yeah, he's not, he's not like him, his character on Breaking Bad, like, Gizmo, what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> um, I also uh, particularly don't feel comfortable when gremlins wear trench coats and expose himself to, to, to women. I uh, didn't like that. It's um, too far. It's too yeah. far. And I lied to you. I have a third thing that doesn't make sense to me. So, you're not supposed to feed them after midnight. What's the deal with coming from China? When does midnight really matter anymore? Like, time zones? Like, what the mm-hmm. F? Do they just go, oh, it's 12.01 oh, according to this clock? You should watch Gremlins 2, where they have that exact discussion, and the Thank main you. character goes, Father shut you. up, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, alright. I'm sure there were plenty of people who immediately after watching this, and I was going to say online, but instead they just did like a letter to the editor, and they got really pissed off about it. Yeah, it's, it's uh, in, the, in the second movie, they, there's two old guys, and they're, they're, he comes. Uh, the main character's like, you can't feed him after midnight, and he's like, wait a second but when can you feed him? And he's like, I don't know. You just feed him later. And then he's like, they're like, but wait a second. What if one of them's eating some before midnight? And then he gets something stuck in his teeth and then he swallows it after midnight. Then does it feed him after midnight? And he's like, shut up. You're making no sense right now. Just don't feed them. Sure. My final thought, essentially, because that's the terminology we use in our podcast and I guess I'll use it on yours, uh, is that I'm really grateful that you had me watch this movie because I really haven't. I haven't had an excuse to watch it. Uh, all they ever do is watch garbage movies for our podcast. Uh, so it was nice to watch something that, I'm not going to lie, because I knew it was from 1984, I expected it to be worse and like to have a hard time watching it. Mm-hmm. This was popcorn. This was nice. Just sat down with it and really enjoyed myself. Good. Yeah, I'm glad you watched it because it's one that I think everybody, it's almost a given that you've seen. Uh, and then when somebody hasn't, it's like, oh, that's our evening is we're yeah. gonna do that mm-hmm. so i'm glad that you finally got to experience and jim you obviously got to finish the movie after you saw lady liberty yes i saw lady liberty it was the worst thing ever uh but then i saw gremlins like 15 years later and it was great <laughs> you're so angry at the lackluster seeing of the Statue of Liberty that you're like you know what I'm folding my arms and going to sleep on this bus ride home yeah kind of that was pretty yeah I was it was pretty upset well that we didn't watch it on the way home we watched a bootleg version of Star Wars episode three hell yeah Ooh. uh so now is the part of the podcast where we rate everything on a scale of uh, zero to five uh you two have been on before you know that you can be as a minute specific as you would like sure with your rating uh Kai what would you give Gremlins? What would you rate this bad boy? I was going to give it a 3, but I'm actually going to give it a 3.01, specifically for the fact that they, I know I'm not supposed to laugh at this, they shot that old lady out of that building off of that little, like, zippy doo doo da mechanism that, I don't know, what's not what it's called. When it, What's it called? The little uh, the little chair you go up Zip when you line. go up the stairs. No. Oh, the stair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The stair yeah. climber. I love that. The I don't know. I don't really. I wasn't. I guess I was half paying attention. I don't know what the gremlins did to make it so she. It got like malfunctioned. She just shot out of the house, out of the window, like just completely escalated. Ready? Like a muppet. Um, but it it, it it brought really me so much driving joy. Driving her up the wall. So yeah, three point zero one. I'm going. I'm going there. 
Also, I accidentally took a screenshot, I and I don't that. know how I did that. I thought it was intentional, and honestly, I didn't like that it was without my consent. Um, so there's that. Now I'm gonna, you know my what? My bad, Ross. Three point. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Two point nine nine. Just because I'm a little offended by this whole experience. How dare you do that to me? <laughs> Fine. Hey, <laughs> I get paid the same. Three point oh one for the sh- movie. Two point nine nine for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, what All you right, got? Jim, what are you rating? Uh, this. Um, I'm gonna get a little bit better than Kai. I'm gonna give it a three point six five. Um, Ooh. That is. Uh, it on IMDb it is a 7.3 and I actually highly agree with that exact rating so I've just divided it by two wow I look I'm I'm going higher than both of you I'm going 4.165 that fair look it's a classic for a reason uh, it is fun like the fact that I haven't watched it in a little while but I can talk about it for a while. Uh, sure, I forgot that it wasn't uh, Malcolm McDowell that voiced Brain Gremlin, but everybody makes mistakes. Uh, but I think it's it's a fun movie. It's classic. It's timeless. And crunching the numbers, uh, we're 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 giving Gremlins a decent rating. We're giving it a three. This is one of the biggest numbers that we've ever had on the podcast. A three point six oh one six 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 six, which is appropriate because these gizmos are going straight to hell. Uh, but that puts us in the rankings. Gremlins is just a scotch above Beetlejuice, and just a tiny bit below the uh, new Pixar movie Onward. I don't have a reference because I have not seen that. That's so funny because I would flip those two. I like I de- I yeah I would say the Gremlins is better than Onward, but hey, the numbers like cannot lie. Yeah. Uh, I know it's all if, arbitrary, but uh, Beetlejuice is a fantastic movie, uh, and it's I great. Call and we it- can't say it any more times, uh, just in case. Yep, so, so. I'm also gonna pull Don't back because I didn't I no I didn't get to make my joke. Uh, my hips do lie. I just wanted to put that out to everybody. So oh, if you ever okay. meet my hips, just know that they're lying their ass off. Oh, thank you for close. letting me know. Do you get it? Because hips and they're close to your butt. Never mind. Go ahead. No, no, no. I got it. Yeah. Waka Gross. waka. But, Go ahead. <laughs> well, look, the only thing else I have to do is to thank you both for coming on, for chatting with me. Uh, tell everybody, look, you've done the pitch before about uh, your wonderful podcast, Rotten Treasure. Do it again. I always do it. And this is my favorite thing to do when we guest. Jim, you do it. We have a podcast that's called Rotten Treasure. Uh, you can find us. They know that on i uh, i not iTunes, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I should describe what the podcast is, which is a. Is this a bit? <laughs> no, this is just what happens when I let Jim do it. <laughs> Jim, do you want to take over halfway through, this. or are you good? No, no, right. I'm going to continue. You got um, it. You got it. We watch movie franchises go on for too long, and then we have on our comedian friends, and then we don't talk about the movie for uh, an hour to two hours sometimes. Or 45 minutes. And, and Ross is on there quite a bit, uh, so you should absolutely come over and listen to Ross talk about uh, Muppets. Uh, Home Alone 4? Yeah, Home Five. Alone 4. Oh, 4. No, Home yeah. Alone 4 and 6. Uh, yes, That's and right. also Home Sweet Home Alone because we made you watch that, and I'm so sorry. Uh, and then also we did uh, do uh, I don't remember Lord of the Rings because we watched so many of them. I can't remember which one you did. It was we too did, many. We did the Two Towers. Yeah. 
Oh, thank you for double towering it with us. That sounds inappropriate. Um, I appreciate you doing that. But yeah, come on yeah, over uh, and listen. Thanks for towering us. Uh... <laughs> yeah, come and hang out with uh, Jim and I. Uh, hang out with Nonsense Friends. Actually, a fair amount of the same Nonsense Friends that you've been lucky to hang out with. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, we share we share our guest list. But yeah, definitely give them a listen. And hey, uh, rate and review us wherever you listen to your podcast because that helps us out. And that's a nice a nice thing to do for your friend Ross. But that is all for today. We will hear you in a fortnight. And go, go, Gadget, end show. Bye.